10 minutes remaining. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Daily Happy from 10K Dollar Day. Today is Tuesday, December 29th, 2020. Whether you're waking up or winding down, we want to be there for you. I'm Allison Burns. I'm Lulu Picard. You can also hear our voices over on our other podcast. It's called 10K Dollar Day. It's a comedy podcast about imaginary luxury travel. Those episodes drop on Wednesdays and on Saturdays, we have bonus features and interviews. But this is why you're here. And this is our other podcast, The Daily Happy. (laughs) Yep. And we've recently discovered the tour company G Adventures. I will always call it adventures. They plan small group tours on every single continent. I hope that means Antarctica. That makes me very excited. If you like the freedom of solo travel with the comfort of a group, this is the travel planning service for you. And we love that their guides are locally based. So the person taking you through your days know the city or town or region like the back of their hand. You will get a real feel for the locale, which we are all about. Check out 10kdollarday.com slash gadventures to learn more. That's right. All right. So right off the bat, everyone, we've said it a million times. We started this podcast in response to COVID and the coronavirus and the pandemic. So I think it's only uh, fitting that we kind of talk a little bit about uh, today what I kind of went through here in North Carolina. Oh, wow. Did you go through there? And it's not a bad thing. It's just it was interesting. And the fact that I was already prepared to kind of do some research on this for today's talk was even more interesting. So today, my family and I went to the Biltmore Estate, which actually was really great. And it's what we did was purely outdoors. We washed the grounds. We did all of this lovely stuff outdoors. And they're only selling a certain number of tickets anyway to go inside the house, which we didn't opt to do. And then afterwards, we thought, why don't we try to get some great barbecue, you know, North Carolina barbecue. Now, I researched, you know, of course, because I'm used to doing that with our other (laughs) podcast, 10K Dollar Day. You're an expert now. I'm an expert at it. I was like, I do this for a living, guys. Okay, thanks. So I researched, you know, the top barbecue places in Asheville, And it came up with this lovely list. And the first four that I went to, they're no longer doing any indoor dining. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. That's great. It's only for pickup, right? Okay. But I was, I was, uh, but every place we'd passed before, like, you know, along the highways, whatever, everything was packed. So I was like, oh, that's interesting that just these four. So the fifth one I went to, it looked like they were open. So we drove there, we got out, we went up and there was a giant table in front of the door that just said, uh, here's how you order. And it was basically you call or you place an order right there at this table. There's They're not allowing people in the restaurant. So the lady walked out and we were like, hey, you know, are you guys closed? She's like, oh yes. And she goes, if you want to go to any mom and pop restaurants in this area, they're only going to do takeout. She goes, if you're looking to sit down, you can try a chain like Chili's. <laughs> And I was like, of course, uh, it's chilies. Exactly. Of course, everything we talk about is chilies. But I thought that was so interesting. And I was like, no, no, no. I said, I don't want to do a chain. Like, that's not where you go to get barbecue. And so uh, we ended up just coming back to where we're staying. And the people that uh, are letting us stay in their little house, she was cooking up a giant pot of chicken noodle soup that she's going to bring to us. So nice. really excited about that. But Here's where it all ties in. I had already done some research and the hospitalizations for COVID in North Carolina right now hit a record high today. Well, that's what I was wondering because if I had a mom and pop, I wouldn't have the insurance that a chain Mm -hmm. would have. And so I bet that they're super careful because they can't accommodate a sickness coming from their restaurant being open. Right. Like exactly. chilies could. They they could probably absorb a cup. You know what I mean? But like yep. a mom and pop, yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Go and on. 
No, and what's crazy is the TSA just announced that the day after Christmas was the second most traveled day since the pandemic began. No. And what? the most traveled day was the day before Christmas. So it's all been in the past like four or five days, right? Yeah. And here's the thing. When we were at the Biltmore and walking around, when we went to walk to our car, I just happened to glance around me at the parking lot. Every single car, it was literally this. Ohio, Florida, mm-hmm. Florida, 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 New Jersey. Florida, 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 Florida. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's it for us, it's drivable. So everyone was like, yeah, let's drive to North Carolina. So... I think North Carolina is now feeling those effects. So these little mm-hmm. mom and pops are having to go back to te- take out and things are beginning to kind of shut down again, which made me immediately feel super guilty. I was like, we came here and we're part of the problem. Even though I feel like we've done everything really safely, like we choose not to go certain places. We eat inside, like in our own, you know, inside our house, basically. Five but it was remaining. just really interesting that I'm like, man, this is where we are And this is what we're experiencing, which was just crazy. Yeah, I've been asking people, uh, you know, I've been spending a lot of time in a very touristy area recently. And so um, I've been asking people where they're from and they're from everywhere. And it makes me super stressed out because I'll literally be in a room with people from six different states. And I'm like, I don't think that this should be, I don't. And the weird thing is, I don't think people should be kept from doing it. I think people would go insane if we said you have to stay, you know, within a 100 mile radius of your house. People would go ballistic and then most people would just drive just because they could. Uh, So I don't think that's the answer. But I wish that people would volunteer to stay home (laughs) as much as possible because it's it's not worth it. And, you know, you and I have um, you actually have much more. personal impact from COVID than I have had. And, yeah. uh, and yet, do you know what I mean? Like the, obviously mm-hmm. statistically the people that we're running into also have had, like they have to have had statistically you have to have had, uh, except unless right. you haven't, which is also possible. And I know I'm taking up all of your time. Like you're the no, one running this please. one, but so I was on Reddit a couple days ago and I actually wrote this yeah. down to tell you, where did I write it? Oh, I don't know where I put it, but um, the question on Reddit, so I don't know if you've ever been on Reddit, but they have a question of the day a lot, and then people will just answer. And the question of the day was, and it's user-generated, was, hey, guys, um, what's the, what was the moment that you thought, oh, shit, I am lonely? Yeah. And the answer of one person, because I was like, I've got to read these, right? The answer was, when I realized that COVID had not affected me. Oh, interesting. Yeah, right? And yeah. I kind of had to sit with that answer for a little bit and be like, whoa, that is, that's rough. Yeah. Yeah. Like, huh. like the fact that they see this thing happening and it's not in their immediate circle at all made them feel lonelier, which is really yeah. interesting, right? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's so much. I mean, we could talk about that for an hour, but I just absolutely. It, it was, um, it was an, it was a really great perspective. I think to have. Well, yeah, because there's so many people that you know feel alone regardless. But then when they look at the news and they look at how many people you know are affected by COVID, and they're like, "Well, wait, I feel really alone, and I haven't been affected at all. So what yeah, does that mean?" Right. Yeah. Right. 
because they can't even like sympathize with other people who have either had it or lost people from it. Yeah. Right. And it kind of feels like the world is going Two through something. Two minutes remaining. And if yeah. you don't see that close to you, does it feel like you're out of the world a little bit? Yeah. I don't know, you know? So, no, yeah, absolutely. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, one one uh, good news in history story. Okay, that I found let's do that. <laughs> was <laughs> Welcome to the Daily Happy, everyone. We right? just like We're... ruined your day with that little nugget. <laughs> oh my gosh, that should have been the tagline. Welcome to the Daily Happy, where we ruin your day. And then give you um, a small happy at the end to get At the you. end. <laughs> to be like, I don't know if I'm happy or sad now. And now I'm just confused. Um <laughs> Okay, but this is actually good news, and it's from history. So about 125 years ago, there was believed to be the first paid audience for a motion picture. Really? Okay. So basically, they're calling 125 years ago the birth of cinema, which I think is really cool, because that's one of the main things I miss during this pandemic is going to the movies. Oh, me too. I'm such a movie person. So people actually paid to see 10 short films by the Lumiere brothers in Paris. They are the fathers so, of cinema. There you go. And so they call it the birth of cinema. And you can actually watch a little bit of their films from 1895 uh, just by Googling, you know, the Lumiere brothers and all of their like cinematography. So I just thought that was a cool little thing to end on that yeah. the birth of cinema was about 125 years ago. So who knows? 30 125 seconds years from now, maybe we'll have uh, something good. Yeah. If you guys are look back on. super interested in the history of film, there's an amazing documentary series on Hulu called The Story of Film. Allison Chris might actually really like this. And it goes through the history of film around the world. And they talk about the Lumiere brothers Ten, and they show their old nine. movies. Um, and it awesome. tells you why Six, certain elements are five, really important. Four, it's really cool. Three, it's on Hulu, everyone. Two, Story of film. Bye. One.